Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is, it, it could not be any better. This, the stage is set, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we do what we do. This is why we become fans. This is why we follow a team in the offseason. This is why we care about the NFL draft. This is why we care about free agency and schedule releases. Number one. Verse number two, at least that's what the records and the seeding would indicate for this historic matchup. I freaking love it. The NFC Championship, baby. Now, the 49ers have been to more NFC Championships than any other team or championship games, period, than any other team in the NFL. But work is cut out for them this week, and I love every single second of this as the anticipation builds We've been previewing this game and hitting on little bit of pieces, setting the stage, giving you guys as many like tidbits as possible. This is it. This is the flagship program of the 49ers Rush Pro uh, podcast. Want to say thank you to Coach Cruz. He's the best there is. He is the executive producer of this show. He did a lot of the research. Love him. He crushed it, man. Uh, some people just got that uh, fanatic about him, and he fits it. Love all the hashtag CCs. And again, if you missed it earlier this week, still time to enter. We are giving away an autographed Kyle Juszczyk jersey this week. Um, we are announcing the winner right after the NFC Championship game ends. We go live after every single game, win, lose, or draw. It's going to be a win this week. But uh, all you got to do is go over to our Twitter account, at JL underscore Chapman. It's our pinned tweet. Retweet that bad boy. Uh, we'll be giving away and announcing that right after the game. So love all the hashtag CCs. I love it. Uh, look at Troy. He says, John, let's take home this win tomorrow. You know, it's interesting because – the 49ers have been doubted before, right? Hey, let's just be honest. They've been doubted, doubted, doubted. 
they just keep winning. It's only 12 wins in a row. It's only the best win streak in the NFL. Uh, yeah, I get it. Chiefs are hot. I think they've won seven in a row. You've got the Bengals. They're red hot. They've won 10 in a row. 49ers won 12. 49ers won 12. 49ers have won 12. Eagles, I think they've won two or three, right? Yeah, whatever. But what we're going to do today, we're going to detail the history of this matchup, which isn't, there's not a lot of history, but we'll go through that. We're going to do injuries. We're going to build the stage. We're going to go through Eagles offense, Eagles defense, stats, analytics, everything that you could dream of. And yeah, Adam, hit that like button, baby. You know, I, I, I'm, I, I've got to, I've been charged <laughs> with trying to get those likes up because again, it just helps us. It's an absolute free way to help this show. We're sitting at 41 likes right now. Can we get to 50 real quick? We, we got way over 50 viewers in here. So if you haven't yet, go down, click that like button. Free way to help the show. Free way to help the show. So uh, go do that if you don't mind. Really, really helps us out. Oh, look at that. CC number 44. I love it. I love it. And so let's jump in. Now, I will say this. I am flying solo today, so if you want to get something acknowledged, I've got a lot of notes. I don't even know how many pages. It's too many pages. Um, go ahead and tag me in the chat. That does help, uh, just like James did here where he puts at John Chapman, no draws in the playoff. That's right. It's win or loss. There are no draws. We're, we're not doing that, and that's okay. That's okay. I, I love it. Michael, he says, just – came from the Niner Invasion Party in Philly. We out here, bang, bang. Man, I wish I could be there with you. And I'm so thankful. I'm seeing the videos. I wanted to wait till that party was over, till I went live. Uh, and so I love it. Michael, I just want to say thank you, man. Really appreciate you being out there and representing. And it just seems like they're all showing. They're all showing. The 49ers fans are freaking showing. And just like our show in this chat, I just asked, man, can we get to 50 likes? We're at 68. Boom. Like that. It's it's the power of community. It's the power of you guys. That's what brings all of this together. And I love it, man. I absolutely love it. So, um, yeah, look at this. Josh, he says, John Chapman, the special team scares me a bit. Yeah, it's, I don't know if you guys watched. On our Patreon, we do every offensive, defensive, special team snap for the whole year for the past few years. The most angry I got, probably this whole year, maybe this whole year, um was just this morning I, I woke up early um took the wife to the beach for breakfast which was really really nice we had a good time i haven't been out there in like two months which is sad uh living in cali but um before we, i did that i woke up really early and did the special teams footage man i was red hot i'm not liking the way this special teams is trending whether that's kickoff coverage whether that's punt team whether that's punt return team I don't like a lot of those things. And so if y'all want to hear a crazy John Chapman rant, I even dropped some four-letter words. Uh, that was loaded on Patreon this morning. I know special teams footage isn't for the faint of heart, but my first coordinator job was as a special teams coordinator. That was like how I, I got my foot in the door, uh, so to speak. And so like that was important to me because it was all those hidden yardage. Now what's crazy, Josh, is yeah, as, as bad as the 49ers special teams has been, if you look at pro football focus, which, all right, it's got flaws, but whatever. 49ers are 22nd, which is the highest we have been since Shanahan showed up. The Eagles, 30th. 30th. So we actually, if you're just looking at special teams, 49ers have a little bit of an advantage. 
So we'll see what happens there. Um, <laughs> we'll see there. Big Papa, I love this. Please don't shortchange your notes. Want to hear them? Thanks. I appreciate that, man. I love it. Oh, uh, look at Villapondo. What's up, man? Bang, bang, baby. Love the hashtag CC still coming in. What's up, Matthew? I love it. So here we go. Uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Brock versus Jalen. Probably one of the more fun narratives that's out there. Um, and not trying to take anything away from Jalen Hurts. I think that dude's an absolute beast. Uh, deserved to be involved in the MVP con consideration for the first probably two-thirds of the season. Uh, whenever he got injured and whatever else, I think that that left him. I, I, I don't even think it's a two-man race. I think it's just Patrick Mahomes going to get that. But the fact that Jalen Hurts was playing so well that he could be considered for that, it's pretty impressive. Now, this is not the first time that Brock Purdy and Jalen have gone against each other. In the Big 12, they played in probably one of the most epic Big 12 battles. It kind of all offense, no defense, right? Um, OU ended up winning that game. Jalen Hurts, you know, transferred to OU from Alabama. Purdy stayed at Iowa State the entire time. Um, Hurts accounted for five touchdowns in that game, but did throw one interception. Purdy, six touchdowns, zero interceptions. And would have won the game. Uh, they got aggressive. Matt Campbell, the Iowa State coach, went for it on a two-point conversion to win the game, end it. Purdy throws a strike, hits his wide receiver in the belly, uh, but he didn't come up with a catch. Um, and so it, no doubt Purdy outplayed Hurts that game with lesser talent around him. I, I think this is one of the things that kind of helps explain why Purdy is having the su success that he is having. You go to Iowa State, He's playing against OU. He's going against, you know, Texas. He's going against these prominent programs without the prominent pieces around him, right? You look at that game, and, you, you, I mean, the amount of players, Jalen Hurts throwing to C.D. Lamb. Brock Purdy's throwing to guys named John Chapman. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's big time different. Then he comes to the NFL. He's on the scout team for the first um, 13 weeks playing against the number one defense. With no help. His wide receivers aren't Debo and CMC and Ayuk on the scout team for the 49ers. That's not what's happening. What is happening is he's playing with undrafted free agents, you know, guys that are signed off the street. And not trying to belittle that, but it's different. Then he gets promoted after the first injury, the second injury, gets promoted twice. Now he's playing with stud talent, the best talent in the world around him. And that has created this whirlwind that is Purdy Mania. Oh, what's up, M Diva? What's up? Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm dyslexic. It does not say M Diva. It says M Vita. Uh, <laughs> 916. John, it's my birthday tomorrow, and all I want is a Niner win. That's all we want. That's all everybody wants. And I, I you're going to get your wish. That's all I got to say. What's up, Wendell? Glad to see you here, man. Um, and happy early birthday. That's what I like. That's what I like. Um, Steven. He says, John, do you have any superstitions you believe in when it comes to the Niners? I can't watch the games on TV. I have to watch them on my phone. So when the Niners win, I can thank uh, you can thank me. Hey, I always used to tell my players this. I'm not a superstitious guy. Uh, perhaps I'm just a little stitious. Uh, sorry. What's up, Michael Scott? Uh, <laughs> but it, it's not me. Um, I, I've never been too big into that stuff. But I always used to tell my players, whatever your thing is, Stick with it. If you think that gives you an advantage, if you think that gives you that little bit of extra whatever, you stick with it. That, that's all you got to do. 
You do you. And I would always tell my players, don't belittle somebody else that thinks they've got a lucky shirt or what ritual. No, 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 no. You do whatever sets you at ease to give you that little bit of extra boost. So, Steven, I need you watching that game on your phone. Do not turn on the TV. You do your job. The 49ers will do their job. Uh, now, I, I'm curious, does anybody else in the chat have any superstitions that y'all follow? Because if that's the case, I, I want to hear it. I, I want to see it. So throw that in the chat. Make sure you tag me so I can kind of put those up there because I think that's curious. Uh, yeah, Players would do weird things, man. Um, and, yeah, I, I love that stuff. What's up, Kevin? Uh, he says, John, they didn't believe uh, we'd make it here when we got to our third-string quarterback. I didn't either. That Miami game, I, I've said repeatedly, was my favorite game this year. Not because Jimmy got hurt. Absolutely not. But because Jimmy got hurt, I sunk in my chair. I saw him getting carted off. And I remember I turned and I was like, I'm going to get a beer. <laughs> I, I I walked and got a beer uh, because just tried to like, I was pissed. And I didn't want to sit there pissed. Came back. I got two beers. Uh, came back with my, my buddy Ricky. Um, and that game just, holy freaking cow. It's the most fun game of the year. Your expectations got lowered. And then blown out of the freaking rafters, right? Because of how good Purdy played. And I, I thought that was just so huge, man. Um, yeah, oh, what, what's up here? We, we got 40 hours. Josh, what's up, man? He says, that hat is fire. Thank you. Got to look good, man. Uh, gotta, I like this hat. I get a lot of compliments. I think it came out a long time ago. I had to buy it in Germany. Um, I saw somebody, somebody messaged me on Twitter. John, how do I find this hat? So I went dark web. Um, found it in Germany, but it was very pricey. Um, and so I didn't find it by myself. Somebody else showed me like, Hey man, how do I find this hat? And then I went looking for it. I didn't even know this hat existed, but, uh, I love this hat. I love it. Um, Tommy says, I haven't worn a Jersey for every single game. It's worked. Stick with what you got, man. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Look at this. Adam says, I got some wackadoo stuff too long to list here. You say, got a playoff beard for Jose. Uh, love this Josh. He stands the whole game. I used to be a pacer. I was a pacer. I would sit on the couch and I would walk back and forth, especially when I watch the Longhorns or the 49ers. But since the podcast seven years now, I stay in my office right here, the mothership where I've got screen, screen, screen. I got three screens and, and I've got my phone. I had a tablet, but I left it at the airport. Uh, but I will have the channel on four different screens all set at different time periods so I can watch the play, rewatch the play, rewatch the play, tweet the play. That's usually what I do. Um, but yeah, so I used to be a pacer. I, oh, look at this, Lewis. On offense, I have to watch from my chair. On defense, I have to watch from the bed. Keep doing your work, baby. Keep doing your stuff. Oh, right here. I love this. Very good pro wrestler. Been rocking the same outfit throughout the playoffs. Don't change. Don't change. Don't change. Jason, I haven't washed my Niner sweatshirt since the Seahawks win. Got it, Smith. <laughs> These are hilarious. I love it. Michael says, I wear the same hoodie and have to drink red Gatorade for my red cup. We lost the Super Bowl in 2019 when I didn't have my red cup. You didn't have it. You got to do your part, Mike. You can't You can't let the team down. Get that red cup, man. Uh, <laughs> Leonardo, I used to feel like that but got over it. Um, I want to watch live on my TV now. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, and this is incredible. I wear a different jersey every quarter depending on what the team needs, like defense or offense, lot jersey for D, bunch of other jerseys for offense. That's 49er Josh. Dude, I freaking love this. 
Um, this is awesome. I get, Debbie says, I can't say what I do because I'll jinx it. I, I did not know that we had all of this different stuff in there. Um, I, I love it. I, I, I need to learn more from you guys. Shot J says, I'm a cologne collector for about five years or so. My friends typically watch. With, I felt that I was, <laughs> I was wearing them, was lucky. Now I'm required to bring five to six to everyone to wear one. Golly, dude. Y'all are the freaking absolute best. I love it. Um, old poker saying it's unlucky to be superstitious. I, I usually stick away from it. Um, Troy says, I watch every game from my lucky TV. Last week I went to the basement after they played bad. So I went back to my lucky TV. It worked. I love it, man. You guys are awesome. I think we could do this all day. We, we might need to do a whole off season podcast on superstition. I didn't know so many people were this, this prominent in it, but I freaking love it. I absolutely love it. Now, Let's jump back to the game. Let's detail how these two teams are setting up to play each other. One, the 49ers coming off an awesome victory, 19-12 to 12 against long-hated. Uh, every Eagles fan was rooting for us probably because they hate the Cowboys as much as we do. You win 19-12. to 12. You win by seven. You had the drop pick six late by Drake Greenlaw. Um, Could have been way worse. Now, Philly dominated the Giants. Dominated 38-7. to seven. Beat them by 30 points plus. That game was... Awesome. But you remember we were saying the same thing. It was the same tune. What's up all the way? Faithful from afar. What's up, Raphael? From Brazil. I freaking love it. Um, but they were saying the same thing about the Cowboys after they beat the Bucks. Oh, they just blew out the Bucks in the playoffs. Oh my God. They're so different. Yeah, really, really different. Now they're different at home. The Eagles, yeah, commanding win. But let's be real. What are the Giants? Coached very, very well. Talent-wise, did not belong in this Final Four. And one of the best things about this entire season is that you got the four best teams. Like, I don't think anybody can argue with the four teams that you have left. And, you know, Buffalo was the odds-on favorite from week one. But then they started getting injuries. Josh Allen started turning the ball over like a madman. And it just it kind of went out the window. And so Bengals are better than the Bills. Like, I don't think they went into Buffalo and did whatever the hell they wanted to. That game was over when it started. Um, anyway, four best teams, right? And so now we get to find out. That, that's the thing. There's so many different narratives in this and the fact that, okay, it's an F NFC championship. You win, you go to the Super Bowl. But it's also a huge litmus test on this 49ers team, just like it is on the Eagles team. Let's be real. Is this truly one of the best defenses in the history of the 49ers? I think that it is. I really do. It's only the third time in 49ers history that they finished number one in the NFL in points scored. Third time. 1960, 1984, 2002, 22. That's it. It's only happened three times. But, but, you got to finish things. If you only make it to the NFC Championship, you lose. You lose that title. You can't be the best 49ers defense ever if you don't make it to the Super Bowl. So the test is there. And believe you me, Nicholas John Bosa, right? Believe me, Fred Warner. You go, those guys know. They know exactly how big this is. And the, the roster is just littered with people who have been here and done that. Charvarius Ward, who you brought over. This is, he's made it to the championship game every single year of his career. Every, four with the Chiefs, now one with the Niners. 
49ers have been in three out of four championship games. You got to prove. You got to prove who the hell you are. Oh, look at this. John Wayne. What's up, man? Uh, appreciate the gift. He says, Jalen Hurts has also not played in a big game in the NFL like Brock Purdy. The key for the 49ers is ball control. Niners by three, 27-24. I like that. It's close to my score prediction. Spoiler alert, I do have the Niners winning this game, but it's going to be close. I like the name John Wayne. But let me say this. you, However you want to splice this, okay? Jalen Hurts has played in two playoff games. Brock Purdy has played in two playoff games. Jalen Hurts is 1-1. One and one. Brock Purdy is 2-0. and oh. Now, I do kind of give in to the argument that perhaps playoff wins or wins are not a quarterback stat. I understand that. But touchdown passes and interceptions sure as hell are, or at least majority-wise. Brock Purdy wins and wins. Brock Purdy wins in touchdowns. Brock Purdy wins in interceptions. Brock Purdy wins. They haven't played each other yet. But if we're looking at teams that the 49ers and Eagles did play, okay, let's do this. And this is all Coach Cruz loved it. The common opponents between the 49ers and Eagles this year, Dallas, Cardinals, Saints, Bears, Commanders. You got good teams. You got bad teams. A lot of bad teams. Philly, they had seven games against those opponents. We've had six, the 49ers. Philly in those seven games had a plus six point differential. You add in all those opponents, plus six. The 49ers in six games, one less matchup against those common opponents, plus 81. Eagles plus six. 49ers plus 81. Now, does that correlate to this matchup? Eh, maybe. But these two teams haven't played each other since week two last year, right? Which we were there. We're going to talk more about that later. I don't want to I don't want to dive too much into that right now. But back to the sentiment, hands down, these are the best two teams in the NFC. Like You have to give them absolute credit. And yeah, Big Papa, that is where I got it. Uh, the Sherbet podcast, I love me some Richard Sherbet. Uh, he he doesn't call him Bosa. He always calls him Nicholas John Bosa. That's probably uh, seeped into the back of my mind. If you haven't checked out his podcast, uh, I freaking love it. Uh, James says defense wins championships. The oldest adage in my high school locker room, we had defense wins championships really really big. Underneath it, offense wins games, right? But the defense wins championships was huge. I was always a defensive guy. I played offense. I started on offense, but defense was my mentality, right? I, do I look like a skill position player? <laughs> Let's be real. I was a junkyard dog that maxed out my talent. You know, 5'10", you know, freaking 4940. I wasn't much of an athlete, but I was mean as hell. And so for John Chapman, whether even whenever I started coaching, defense is where I kind of made my chops. Special teams was important because that got me my coordinator position, but defense was my passion and my love. It still is to this day. If I'm watching two teams I don't care about, I am watching the defensive side of the ball every damn time. Every time, every time. Now, if the Niners are out there, then I'm going to pay attention to the offensive side when they're on offense. But I'm defensive guy, and so you, I'm with you right there, baby. Um, and, yeah, Fable right there. Getting to the Super Bowl is not the accomplishment. Winning is. You are exactly correct. You are exactly correct. And, you know, Shanahan even talked about this, and, and I thought it was very, very important because you look at – how do I say this? I'll let Kyle say it. It's not time to embrace wins yet. And even after this, it's not. Um, not at all yet. I uh, wish we did. Um, but, 
I mean, you, you worked so hard to get to these points, um, to these situations, and all we could think about was winning that game. And once we did, it's, um, I mean, it's fun for a little bit, but it's more once you get in the locker room, you're just, all right, now let's move on to the next one because we know what moment we're in and our lives right here, our whole team, and we've been here before, and it's very hard to get here. So we're not really reflecting on anything yet. We've we got a big game this week, and that's not our ultimate goal either. So in order to do that, we got to make sure we take care of business. That's right, baby. I, I love it. You said it just like Kyle said it. This isn't the whole thing. What's up, James? Glad that you made it, man. I love it. Um, I, I I don't know. Um, I'll say this. Everybody in the NFL wanted this matchup. You know, my best friends, my two closest friends in this world are both Eagles fans. I don't know what that says about me. Probably says I like confrontation, which is true. I really, really do. If y'all like, I'm really, really nice, but I'm only nice to certain people. I love confrontation. It's my favorite thing. Again, I didn't get a lot of hugs as a kid. So like arguing was my love language. I was really good at it. My whole life I was planning on being an attorney just because I like to fight so much. Uh, but the thing is, if if you're, you're nice to other people, then I freaking love you and I will do anything for you. But if somebody wants to jar, I'm ready to go, baby. I am ready to freaking go. Um, and so anyway, that might be why I like Eagles fans. I, I love Eagles. I love the Eagles fans. I really, really do. Do they take it too far sometimes? For sure. Uh, but I love people that are passionate about their team. And the Eagles fans are. So I commend that, right? I, I'm not trying to bash that. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. But these are the two teams that we all wanted. They're the two most physical teams in the NFL. They're the two best defenses, not the Cowboys. They, they're, they're built the same way. In the trenches with elite skill players in the trenches, offense, defensive line, great skill players. They're built the same way. I love this. Now, here's some of the things, all right? Here's some outliers before we dive into stats offensively, defensively. Phillies first in the NFL with 32 rushing touchdowns. They run the ball well, mobile quarterback, best offensive line in the NFL. That's the thing. All the people that are out there talking about Philly this, Philly that, that's fine. The reason why they're saying Philly this or Philly that is because of Brock Purdy. You're wrong. You're wrong. If you want to make an educated argument, you should be talking about the offensive line. But the problem making the the problem is the people making those arguments are not educated, football savvy people. They're just talking heads on whatever. Like you could make the argument for why Philly could win, just like you can make the argument for why the 49ers can win. There is concrete evidence to back those claims up where you could support a logical like debate but instead they just say well purdy hasn't done it yet bullshit sorry oh i got i got one out my bad my bad y'all tell me if my cursing offends you i'm sorry i know there's somebody that's like ow <laughs> ow my freaking ears um uh, <laughs> um yeah and james i should be there at philly uh the main reason why i'm not there at philly is because i'm planning for the super bowl that's my confidence in this. I didn't have the money and resources to plan the party the way I wanted to for the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl. I had to make a decision. Um, and so I bet really big on the Super Bowl. And so I know we're going to talk about this just a little bit later, but when the 49ers win this game, I'm throwing not one, not two, but three Super Bowl parties with not one, but more than one 49er All-Pro Hall of Famer coming out. Uh, we are sparing no expense. I will tell you that. So I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'll put that out there. Yes, I should have been there, um, but I didn't have the financial resources to do it correctly. 
both times. And so I'm betting on greatness. Uh, so, yes, I should be there, and I hate that I'm not there. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> people are like, oh, I love this. Deb says you need a curse jar. I do. Swear jar. Uh, Simpsons did it. I love it. Keep it real. I love you guys, man. Oh, what's up, man? We got freaking Steve Stevens. What's up, man? He says, I believe if these teams play 10 times, it would be a five and five split. I think that's well said. Um, I, I love that. I love that. Shache says, I don't trust a man who don't curse. Love you, brother. And here's the funny thing about this show, right? It started seven years ago. I never meant for it to be a quote-unquote family-friendly show, but I'm really glad that it turned that way because, again, I, I go back to 10-year-old John Chapman. If I could find podcasts like this or others, oh, my gosh, I would have ate it up. And so I get messages from parents a lot of times that are like, man, my son or my daughter, we listen to it on the way to school in the mornings, whatever else. So I want to be – I try my best, so I apologize about that. Uh, but uh, anyway, there we go. There we go. Now, let's jump to some more of these things. Philly 32nd. Uh, 32 rushing touchdowns, right? Which is incredible. Philly leads the league in sacks. That is awesome. Four players, 10 or more sacks. They're good. 49ers are second in the league, and Philly is third, with the number of opponents' drives that end in a turnover. These two teams are opportunistic. They go take the ball away. Eagles D-line, Eagles secondary. That's their strength. 49ers, linebackers, safeties. With... Nicholas John Bosa, right? So you'd add that in there. It's not like the 40 yards D-line's bad. It's nowhere near Phillies um, as far as just depth. It's, it's not there. Even though it's great, I think we have a top four defensive line. Philly's number one. They're number one. They're way past Dallas. They're way past the 40 yards just because, again, they've got five bodies that are really, really, really good. Uh, now, Bosa's better than any of their five, but I would say they're two, three, four, and five. Ah, that's... I would say our one and two is better than their one and two, right? I would take Eric Armstead over their number two. But outside of that, their three, four, five, they got us big time there. Um, anyway, uh, the, the 49ers force a turnover defensively, 15.3% of drives, Philly 15.1. Talk about close. Talk about close. Point differential, Philly's plus 133, 49ers plus 173. That's an extra 40 points. Penalties, almost identical. Um, you know, the Eagles, 90 penalties. The 49ers, 94. They're close. And so, and again, back to this whole thing. You know, you talk about, how do I say this? You talk about all these things that are just like, look, man. When you look at just what they have done and how they have played. It's incredible. Now, Kyle Shanahan was asked, okay, Philly's played great. How do you feel about the Philadelphia Eagles? This is the head coach's take on it. I don't think you take anything to level up. You try to you do as good as you can every single week, and um, I think we got a pretty good team. Um, we got a very talented team, also a team that plays well together. Um, I know they do. They've been as good as anyone since the beginning of this year and all the way to right now. And um, you looked at the beginning of the year, you thought Philly would be the last team right here, and that's the way it's ended up. So um, we're going to have going down there. Hopefully we'll have a good week of practice and looking forward to the challenge. I love it. I love it. 
Um, here we go. Uh, Big Papa says, hey, I swear, John may provide you the money to go over to Philly next year. I love it, man. I appreciate that. And I, I know how lucky I am, and I'm very, very thankful. And a lot of it's just y'all support allowing me to do this and supporting whether through Patreon or Super Chats or coming to those 49ers Rush Road Trips. I'm so thankful. We did 13 trips this year, guys. 13. I'm counting next, uh, the Super Bowl week. 13. I'm going to the Super Bowl no matter what. No matter what I'm going. Uh, whether I'm throwing three parties because the Niners are in it or we're doing one Niners party for the 49ers chapters in Arizona that didn't get a game this year um, because it was the Mexico game, which was awesome. But 13 trips. Eh, not bad. Um, we'll see how we do next year, but I'm very thankful. So I I, I never wanted to come across this show. Like if, if there's nothing you take away, I am so freaking thankful. This this is dream job. I'm living the dream, baby. Uh, and it's because of y'all. So I just want to say thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. Oh, Josh. He says, John, the NFL Express episode was cool. Didn't know you were a Blue Jays fan. I lost a bet in college and had to draw a team out of a hat. I was raised. Not raised. My dad lived in Atlanta when I was a kid, and so he had season tickets to the Braves ever since I was a kid. So every summer, I'd go work construction with him, uh, framing, and then we'd go to nothing but Braves games. I've probably been to like 200 Braves games in my life. But I lost a bet in college, OU Texas, Texas lost, whatever. And we had to, I had to draw a team out of a hat, and I drew the Blue Jays. And I went 10 years, a decade straight, with, net, with going to at least one Blue Jays game every year uh but uh, all those friends everybody else quit on that bet so eventually i backed out but um it's what it is it's what it is but yeah that was fun it was nice having charles on i, I will say that um now i love this oh what's up judd how you doing my friend he says let's hope bosa can take advantage of lane johnson um he looked at pain against the giants but they didn't need pass rush when running so much that's the matchup you want to know the best player on the best player it's right there you know, and this is one of my takes in my prediction part of my show, but I'll, I'll do it now because I love this comment. Thank you, Judd. You know your stuff. The number one tackle in the NFL by far is Trent Williams. Now, number two is Lane Johnson. It's number one, number two. They're both from OU. I hate OU more than anybody. I hate Texas a anymore, but whatever. This is Bosa versus the best tackle that's not on his team. It's best on best. And I guarantee you Trent Williams is saying, Lick, listen, Bosa, you better beat the tar out of this guy that I know personally in Lane Johnson to show the gap between number one and two is bigger than everybody thinks. This is a this is a big matchup. Whenever you see Nick Bosa lining up on defensive left, sorry, this is mirrored, defensive left, offensive right side, watch that against that tackle. Watch it. I mean, there's not – it's the best matchup football can buy. That's all I can say. The best defensive player versus the second-best tackle – Oh, man, it's going to be so freaking fun. It's going to be fun. Now, the Eagles, let's look at their 14-3, and three, which is incredible. Um, they're 1-0 in the playoffs. Now, if you just look at playoff teams, I talked about this earlier in the week. The Eagles are 6-1 and one versus teams in the playoffs if you include the playoffs. Now, if you want to throw in the bye week and count that as a win, I have no problem with that. That would push them to 7-1. and one. What about the 49ers this year versus playoff teams? They're 7-1. and one. These teams... These teams are so close. They're, they're just so close. And, yeah, look at this, James. Seventh-round rookie with just as much playoff experience as Hurts. This is Hurts' third year. Hurts' third year. Um, he is 1-1 one one in the playoffs. Now, again, you want to give him the bye week as a victory and count that as a win? Cool. No problem with that. But, yeah, I'm with you, James. There's a big difference. And what Purdy's doing, 
It's big. It's big. Uh, Josh says uh, Malata is the weak link on their old line. He's pretty damn good. But he does struggle struggle against uh, some speed rush. We don't have a lot of speed rush guys, but I think that we could do some things. There, there's no doubt about it. Oh, look at this. I didn't see this. What's up, June? Uh, he says um, the girl, the Eagles gave up 13 100-yard rushers. They are very susceptible to the run game. Now, most of those games, I would probably say all of them, they were in the traditional 4-2-5 or a 4-3. We're not going to see that. 49ers will not see that unless it's third and long. It's going to be a five-man D-line front, just like every team that plays the 49ers. Now, what does that do? Makes it harder for the 49ers to run? Are the 49ers going to abandon the run? No, but it does open up play action, does open up deeper passing lanes, all those things. So that's one of the things to look at. Now, if we look at the Eagles and how they got to 14-3 and very quickly, beat the Lions by three, beat the Vikings by 17, Beat Commanders by 16, Jags by 8, Cardinals by 3, Cowboys by 9, Steelers by 22, Texans by 12. They were undefeated to that point. Then, loss to the Commanders by 11. All right. Commanders, what do they do? Great defense, strong run game. Sound familiar? Beat the Colts by 1. Yikes. Beat Packers by 7, Titans by 25. They got rolling. Giants by 26, Bears by 5. Then lost to the Cowboys by six. That was what meant you. Not every team can win with their backup or third string quarterback. I get it. Lost to the Saints by 10. Same team, the Saints, uh, the 49ers blew out, literally shut down. They scored zero points. Then beat the Giants by six. Then the playoffs beat the Giants by 31. That's their record, right? Oh, what's up? Sid, I love it. Appreciate the super chat. Missed you in Philly. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. Thanks for your awesome content. And, man, Sin is the best ever. And she is married to a diehard Eagles guy. She's an East Coaster. Uh, so tell Joe we're coming for him this week, Sin. Tell him that's what's up. I, I met them um, at the Super – or the, uh, sorry, week two tailgate party in Philly last year. And Joe showed up rocking his Eagles stuff. Sin always wearing red and gold. Uh, man, love you guys, and I know y'all are going to have a lot of fun this week, man. If you need some therapy, just let me know. I'd be happy to talk to you guys. Y'all are going to be going at it. Now, Eagles, eighth in points allowed. They're giving up 20.2 points a game. Second in points scored only to the Chiefs. The Chiefs have scored more. Um, they are scoring 28.1 points a game. So they're up almost over a touchdown per game. Now, pro football focus, we talked about special teams earlier. Eagles are good. Overall, they're first. Offense, they're tied second. Defense, they're third. Special teams, 30th. That's probably the biggest glaring weakness there. The 49ers, overall second, behind only the Eagles. Offense, fourth. Defense, second. Special teams, 22nd. Now, Nick Sirianni. I don't know if y'all saw, like, I'm not a Sirianni guy, okay? I, I don't know. I didn't like the hire. Um, I didn't like his press conference. I don't like it anytime he's opened his mouth. Not a guy I want to be around. Just don't like him. And if you needed any more reason to not really like Sirianni, his warm-up music for practice yesterday, he was blaring Creed during practice. Creed. I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I'm not sorry. Creed's terrible. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, man. Might as well be playing Nickelback for all I know. Now, I was, again, I'm just going to be honest. I, I don't know if I want to say that. I don't know if I want to say that. Whatever, man. Like, the dude just screams WT, and I'm WT. Uh, I was raised in a trailer park in Dallas. It's just what it is. Um, anyway, 
I don't like Sirion at all. I really don't like him. And the music choice says a lot about people. And I don't know if there's any Creed defenders. Oh, James says Creed better than Nickelback. Nickelback. Uh, <laughs> it just, I don't know. They crack me up, man. But uh, yeah, I'm just staying away, man. I, I'm just not a Sirianni guy. You look at him, like his players, and all that stuff. He's looking at the camera, like taunting and just like, but just cheesy, man. Just cheesy. Come on, man. Uh, I just, I just don't like it. I, I just, I, I'm staying away. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I love it. None of your business. I, there are a few Nickelback songs from nostalgic reasons that I will listen to from time to time. My brother loved Nickelback. Um, yeah, I love this. Not, not WT, John. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Pot calling the kettle black. I, I know my people. That dude's my people. He's annoying as hell. That's all I gotta say. So, and I don't mind cockiness. That's not an issue for me. Like, that's not a problem. Like, I love Joe Burrow just because of how cocky he is. But there's a way to do it, and there's a way not to do it. I feel like that dude teaches the freaking class on how not to do confidence. Um, with arms wide open. Like, it's so bad. Anyway, now, best way to support the show. And again, this is a year-long show. This offseason... We are going to be watching back through the 1994 season. We're going to be doing Zoom hangouts where we watch uh, kind of short abbreviated games together. Zoom hangouts, trivia, all that stuff. Best way to support the show right here, Patreon. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash 49ers podcast. And as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive, defensive, and special teams play from the last two and a half years. Every single game for the 49ers. Nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first one that shows up. Sorry about the volume disparity there. I didn't realize I had it on my Patreon settings, which I have to record lower than my live show. So I apologize about that. Uh, the volume should be more consistent now through clips I'm playing. And that, I again, and if I do that stuff on accident, y'all call me out. Hey, John, uh, the videos are louder than your voice, whatever else. I do mess up. Uh, I don't have my producer here. Uh, my, my man's out. Now, if you want the scouting report breakdown, that's up on Patreon already. The 49ers cutback guys, they went through all the, the, the juices. It was awesome. Now, injuries this week. Jimmy Garoppolo's not playing. Um, Ambry Thomas is questionable. Not sure he's going to be called up. They elevated two players uh, today from the practice squad. Tevin Coleman, which they've elevated in the past and just not played him. Um and Jack Rabbit, who's been doing special teams, whatever else, but uh, he was terrible in special teams. Probably the worst I've ever seen all time. Uh, and a big reason why that fumble took place was Jack Rabbit. He does not belong on special teams, but I'm sure he'll still be out there. Uh, anyway, and uh, Elijah Mitchell, he's questionable as a practice all week because of his groin. I still think that he's going to play. If he doesn't play, or even if he does play, I think Tebow's going to have a much bigger role this week in the backfield. Uh, I think he's going to get a lot more touches, uh, and my bets would stick with that. Um, as far as the Eagles go, not that many injuries. Lane Johnson, he's dealing with pain, but he's going to be out there. Avante Maddox, who is their nickelback, 
who's a great nickelback. Uh, he's questionable. He's been limited uh, Wednesday and Thursday, but I expect him to play as well. Um, and then their backup tackle, um, he's not going to be playing uh, Brett Tooth, who's whatever. He's been in and out, whatever, but he's out. Now, the history of this matchup is interesting. They've only played 35 times. The 49ers have won 20 of those. So the 49ers lead the series by 6, 20-14-1 with one tie. No ties this week. But Philly has won 8 out of the last 12. And again, you know, we do the history of these matchups for every single game. And it's the same thing. During the Tom Sula, Mike Singletary, you know, Chip Kelly, whatever, we were losing games. And so it's kind of what it is. Now, it's, yeah, Rick James. Uh, what's up? I'm Rick James. Uh, Dak put up 40 points on Avante at Maddox. He does have some issues. There's no doubt. But he's better than what they've had out there. Now, the last time we played, and this is when I met Sin and her husband, Joe, and a lot of people. This is when I met Nick, who's like my brother now, man. Um, the 49ers won 17-11. to 11. That was last September. Week two, Jimmy G went 22 of 30, 189 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Hurts. 12 of 23, 190 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, yeah, I mean, it just it, it was is an interesting game. I'll say that Bosa had two sacks versus this team last year. Keep that in mind. Um, it, it's not like if you're looking at matchups, these two teams fit well because they're so physical and they're dominant at the line of scrimmage. I expect that to continue. And again, with both teams wanting to establish the run, this game is abbreviated. AFC is going to throw the ball 60 times, right? AFC championship, that game is going to last an extra 45 minutes time-wise over the NFC championship. This game going to be short, okay? You're getting less possessions. You're getting less plays. You're getting less time because both teams want to do the same thing. It's physical at the point of contact and run the ball. It's some old school ball. Y'all see what I'm wearing today, baby? This is my candlestick shirt, baby. This is my this old school. This is the way it's supposed to be. I love this stuff. I'm a defensive guy. Now, if you want this bad boy, guess what? All you got to do is go to our boys' homage. They got you. Excited to announce a new partnership for all of your 49ers swag homage.com you can use the link in the description of this video or podcast whatever you're listening or watching to h-o-m-a-g-e.com and not only do they have all of your 49ers gear hoodies t-shirts all that stuff if you use our promo code 49ERS, guess what? You get 15% off your entire order. You remember NFL Blitz, the video game? Get Debo decked out in the Blitz gear. They've got hoodies. They've got jackets. They've got the old NBA Jam logos for Steve Young and Jerry Rice with all the attributes on there. I wear homage t-shirts all the time, and if I'm ever around Niners fans, I get the most comments it's absolutely incredible so check it out and if you're just wanting to get somebody for something that's not a Niners fan they've got other teams football season may be over but the action on the floor is heating up whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year get in on the excitement with prize picks America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash and Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, 
that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer? Or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Pages 2, pop culture, all kinds of stuff. Check it out. Homage.com. Use promo code 49ers for 15% off your purchase. There we go. Go check that out. Now, Steven says, last year the Niners fumbled twice. You remember that was the Trey Sermon game where he got hurt. Now, Trey Sermon's on the Eagles, actually. He's never been activated, whatever. But And Greenlaw was out with the groin issue. So, uh, you're talking health. The 49ers are healthier now than they have been at any point in the past six years. Period. The last six years. It's a big difference. It's a, it makes a difference. Uh, oh, look at this. Oats, come in. I like the trash talk, Oats. Uh, we got a prominent Eagles guy here. He says, who do you think my Eagles draft at pick 32? Well, they're going to be picking 30th or 32nd. The one thing I can tell you is the Niners will not be picking 32nd because we don't have that pick. Um, and I will say this, too. Whoever wins the NFC is who I'll be pulling for in the Super Bowl. I can guarantee you that. But um, I hate to tell you this, Oats. It ain't happening this week. Ain't happening this week. I'm sorry. Um, I, I love it. I love it. You guys got to be all right, and y'all got a good squad. I'd say these are the two best rosters. Probably not the two best quarterbacks. Uh, Brock Purdy's better than Jalen Hurts, but I'll stand by that. Uh, <laughs> but um, I was being a little facetious. But I, I like the way that they built these two teams. I really, really do. And you know, if you look at you know talking about the draft, the Eagles. Man, last year, Jordan Davis, awesome. Cam Jurgens, Niners fans loved him. Nicobe Dean, who I think we could see a lot of this week. They're a linebacker out of Georgia. Kyron Johnson's played in 16 games as a D-end, uh, mostly special teams. And even Grant uh, Calcetera, I'm pretty sure I mispronounced that. He's been a special teamer. He's been out there. He's got like five catches on the year. They traded for a lot. They, they've got a lot. Now, as we dive in, let's talk about this Eagles defense. Let's dive in depth. 
We're going to be here a minute, ladies and gents. Uh, I love that. I love that. So if we look at – this is a tweet from Akash who does a great job. Great job. He says the Eagles pass defense with no pre-snap motion is number one in EPA per play. Number one, with no motions. This is Eagles defense against opposing offenses. However, however, 22nd in, MP, in EPA when there is pre-snap motion. The 49ers are number one in the NFL by a mile in pre-snap motions. What does that tell you? Linebackers, safeties, not the best. This this Eagles defense is great. It, it's great. Secondary, great. D-line, great. Linebackers, eh, a lot to be wanting. A lot to be running. Like, it's just a lot there. And so that that's that's what does Kyle Shanahan do? Go back and watch those Seahawks games. We played against them three times. You see number 57 spinning around like a damn washing machine, like a whirling dervish, whatever you want to call it. Because Shanahan just taking advantage of him with all the motions and play actions and inside-outside runs. I expect to see a lot of that. I really, really do. Jason, want to say thank you. He says, John, best sports podcast. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you. You know, it's funny. I We get, uh, as podcasters, we get these, like, emails, like, where you rank um, on, like, sports podcasts and whatever else. Man, this last week, we hit a, a new high. I know it's because the 40 hours are doing well. But we were like the number 65th sports podcast on iTunes, which is – that's insane to me. When you take it in basketball, football, all those different things, um, it's crazy. Now, I know a lot of teams like the Cowboys, they don't have anything to talk about anymore. They've been completed. And so that kind of bumped our numbers up. But, man, the fact that you know you, you talk about all those big shows out there, a lot of that's just you guys. So hey, I just want to say thank you. Um, really do appreciate you guys. Uh, look at this, Niners Nation. He says, John, you see a Philly radio station said they'd be more concerned if Jimmy G was quarterback. That's total incorrect. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. There is, We're Niners fans, okay? This is our team, not your team, Philly. You stick to your team. Our team, we know. We all know that feeling in our stomach, and I love Jimmy Garoppolo, and I want him to go get as much money and win as many games as possible wherever he goes and to have a great career. I really do. I hope he wins MVPs, all those things. However, however, that feeling in your stomach when they're taking a snap inside the five, oh, I haven't had that. I haven't had that in two months. The feeling when you see a linebacker drop into coverage over the hook to curl zone, oh, I, I used to just like, oh, don't do it, Jimmy. Um, I don't get that feeling anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, what what's the the best that Jimmy Garoppolo has ever had two or more touchdown passes in his entire career strung together is three games. That's really good. It's really good. Brock Purdy did seven in a row for his first seven starts ever. I, it's I'm sorry. I'm I, like, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know it. I love Jimmy, and I think that he, again, I'm sticking to this, he's a 14-16 to 16 type quarterback in the NFL. That's awesome. That's so good. That's so great. Brock Purdy, though, baby, leading the NFL in touchdowns, leading the NFL in winning percentage, leading the NFL in passer rating. Have you ever been able to say those things about Jimmy Garoppolo? I, I don't think you can. I don't want to turn this into an anti-Jimmy thing. That I'm sorry if I did that, and I apologize. But Jimmy's great. And he's going to get top-tier money, and he deserves it. But Brock, are you freaking kidding me? 
Yeah, right here. Mike. Thank you, Mike. Mike knows what he's talking about, baby. Brock is having a historic start that's stupid as hell. Makes no sense. You can't explain it. You cannot explain this. There has never been a rookie quarterback start in the Super Bowl. That dude is four quarters away. Four quarters away. And not only is he a rookie, <laughs> the dude's seventh round pick, but not even really, right? He's picked 262. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. Like, it, okay, here we go. I'm, I'm busting out the calculator. Uh-oh, my calculator's not even opening. That ain't good. There we go. Okay, there's 32, right? There's 32 picks or 32 teams times seven. Seven rounds. That's 222, 224. Okay, should have been the 224th pick. However, with all the compensation picks, there's 32 comp picks. Then all the coaching hires, GM hires, minority hires, which the Niners dominate. That's how you get to 262. So in, in all likelihood, okay, so 262 divided by 32, that's 8.1. The dude isn't a seventh-round pick. He's not an eighth-round pick. It would have been in the ninth damn round. Do you understand that? Like, we do a disservice when we say he's a seventh-round pick because it's phony numbers. There's 32 picks around. But then they adjust that with comp picks and whatever else. The dude would have been drafted in the ninth round. There's not a ninth round. Pick 262 is a ninth-round pick. That dude is playing some elite football, baby. I had to get out the calculator. I wasn't expecting that. I apologize for all my math people out there. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Uh, he's a machine, baby. Tell him, Mr. Underwood. I love it. I love it. Uh, this is awesome. This is awesome. Uh, now, all right, here we go. Let's dive into some numbers on the Eagles' defense. Oh, we're going to be here a minute. I know we're 50-plus minutes of the show. I don't give a damn. I'm cherishing every freaking second of this, and I hope you guys are too. And this, it's There's four teams that are talking right now, and the Cowboys crying in a corner, right? There's four teams that have hope. Cowboys, they're in despair. The Cowboys don't know what the hell to do. Imagine being a Cowboys fan right now, having to pull for either the Eagles or the 49ers. Like, they are literally, like, mad cow disease is rampant. They need to go the way of old Yeller. They got to go out, man. They got to go out. And I love every second of this. What's up, Perk? Ah, oh, one of the best people ever. What's up, Perk? Um, ah, oh, I freaking love it, man. So, all right, here we go. Eagles defense, and it's great. So this is the Eagles defensive ranks out of 32 teams versus the 49ers offense. So, and again, this is all Coach Cruz, the madman himself. Eagles defense, 12th in red zone percentage. 49ers offense, 17th. Eagles defense, 17th in touchdowns allowed. 49ers are 5th offensively. 16th in rushing yards allowed by the Eagles. 49ers are 8th offensively in yards. 12th in rushing attempt, Eagles, ninth for the 49ers offense. Now, here's what's crazy. The, the Eagles defense have forced 27 turnovers, which is fifth in the league. The 49ers have forced, um, what's it called? They, they, they're third best in turnovers, only 17. That's a difference of 10. Now, if we're looking at just turnover ratio, right, how many you do as a team, you take away, and how many you give away, the Eagles are plus eight, 49ers plus 13, best in the NFL. They're number one. 49ers number one. Eagles are very high up there, though. Now, the Eagles defense, first in pass yards, offense, 49ers, 13th. Eagles defense, second in total yards allowed, 49ers offense, fifth. Like, there's just so much. And probably the one metric 
that I would argue is going to be the clear indicator of this game. A staple of Kyle Shanahan's offense and Dad Shanahan's offense has always been yards per pass play. Okay. The 49ers are third in the NFL right now. Yards per pass play, 7.1. Seven's always the threshold for a Shanahan offense. The Eagles defense is number one in the NFL. They're giving up 4.9. That's two plus yards per pass attempt. Something's got to give there. If the 49ers can keep getting, you know, they throw a lot less than other teams do. But if they can still get that efficiency on a per-throw attempt basis, which Brock Purdy's great at, Jimmy Garoppolo was great at, um, Nick Mullins was great at, CJ Beathard wasn't that good at it. Uh, but, but like, you can see those things. I wish we had more stats on trade actual games to stick with that, but uh, that's another conversation. Can that maintain, right? Can that maintain? Now, defensively, you want weaknesses. They exist for every single team. The Eagles allow 4.6 yards per rush attempt. It's almost five yards a rush. That's 24th out of 32 teams in the NFL. Well, 49ers are 10th offensively, 4.7. So that's one of the metrics that just needs to stay consistent for their offense and our or their defense and our offense. If the 49ers, the 49ers ran the ball 32 times last week against the Cowboys, they averaged three and a half yards per carry. If you're telling me they're getting a full extra yard this week, which I'm not sure they will because Eagles are going to have to stock, stack the box with a five-man D-line front. It's what they're going to do, especially on first and second down and short yardage. But gosh, if we keep it above four, this game is over. <laughs> For the Eagles to win this game, they have to stop the run. If they cannot do that, you're going to get like what we saw back in 2019 against the Vikings and the Packers where you just run the ball down their, their damn throat and you say goodbye to them as they walk off and you keep playing and you embarrass the shit out of them. Ah, I did it again. I did, I'm sorry. Swear jar. I got over here. This is my, this is my swear guy. This is my uh, bobblehead Kyle Shanahan doll. Shake your head no, big dog. I'll be better. No more cuss words for me. All right, Kyle? He reprimanded. I'm sorry about that, guys. Uh, still looking, man. Thank you for the generosity. That is incredible. Uh, very, very nice of the super chat. He said, what's up, John Niners and Kyle need to dig in the bag, play mistake free. Everyone must understand. It's not going to look pretty the whole time. Just bring back the W. Oh, this game. It'll be dirty, man. You just have two juggernauts. Now let's talk about Philly. Okay. All right. I'm going to take a little drink here because we're about to get, I'm going to get mean. Now, growing up, just give me a second, okay? Growing up, my best friend growing up, Adrian Martinez. I know he ain't watching the show. That's okay. We were so big into boxing. Rocky movies were my freaking life. His family, he was a first-generation uh, immigrant, moved over from Mexico into Dallas. They lived up the street. I would walk to his house every day. We're talking like third, fourth, fifth grade, whatever. I'd walk to his house every day, or he'd walk to mine. we walked to school together. Um... And for Christmas one year, this was right around the time of Rocky Four, right? You guys remember like Yvonne Drago, I'll crush you, all that kind of stuff, whatever, right? So we got boxing gloves. We went to uh, the flea market. I got American flag boxing gloves. He got Mexican flag boxing gloves. And we beat the living tar out of each other every single day with smiles on our faces. It was the greatest thing ever. I love boxing. I boxed uh, all through high school. Once I got out of high school, I, I realized, man, I'm tired of getting hit in the face. I'm ugly enough as it is. Then I started doing MMA, uh, non-striking MMA, because, again, I, I didn't want that cauliflower ear stuff. But all that to say this, 
Rocky means a lot to me in my like childhood and my friendship and kind of who I am, the level of competition, the training, the one versus one, right? And it's just knockout absolute fights, right? I'll crush you. Like, I, I freaking loved it. However, okay, now it's going to take a turn. Philadelphia's hero of their city that they have built a damn statue to does not exist. Do you understand? Like, the weird... Rocky's not real. Sylvester Stallone's real. Rocky's not real. And in the movies, he never even ran up those damn steps anyway. Trust me. I'm a Rocky aficionado. <laughs> I can tell you all you want about those movies. One, two, three, four, five. After five, it started getting weird. But whatever. Creed series, still freaking straight fire. But the 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 leader of your city that you're building champion like statues to is fake. Right? It's not even real. And like I've I've I posted a picture in my fantasy chat of the Niners fans putting the 49ers shirt over Rocky, right? And like I had cowboy fans coming to bat for doing mental gymnastics. This is Chuck's dad. I love Chuck's dad. He's like the best ever. It's so much fun talking trash to you. Chuck was on the show last. If you want to go back and watch that, or it was the Thursday show. Sorry. Um, who was a diehard Eagles guy? He's my best friend. But he's like, man, every team that does that, Eagles beat their rear end. I was like, no, they don't. We did it week two and then beat you in the link. No. Like, Philadelphia has plenty of heroes that they can go to. I taught American history, constitutional, whatever. Like, come on. There's people that you could like, look up to. But you build a damn statue to a fake character and then expect me to go in there and, like, be respectful? Like, the Rocky statue of this fake character is something, like, sacred? Get the hell out of here. Are you kidding me? So, it's going to be an ugly game. There's no doubt. But, like, come on. It's not real. <laughs> Your hero is not real, right? And whatever heroes you would have sports-wise, Randall Cunningham, y'all basically got him to quit, right, in the middle of the season after, like, week three. McNabb, he went to play for your biggest rival. Carson Wentz, you, like, almost ruined his entire psyche. Nick Foles, you throw out of here. You fire your Super Bowl head coach. Andy Reid never won a Super Bowl with you. What the hell? Like, we are not the same. We build our rosters the same currently. However, we treat our people more often than not. <laughs> there, there are some whatever, but come on, man. These two teams and franchises and traditions and cities are not the same thing. They're not the same thing. They're not. We are a team that embraces tradition and doesn't snowball freaking attack Santa Claus. We don't have people on our radio stations talking about hurting opposing fans for coming into your city and supporting your economy, right? We're not the same people that are putting mythological fake movie characters from the 80s and building statues to them, which I do think is kind of cool, but for real. Ah, you got me going, man. I apologize. Just went. I went on an anti-Rocky rant. I did not think that was a thing. I love Rocky so much. I made my kids watch them. I made them watch all of them. And if you watch Rocky one and two, they're boring as hell nowadays. But I still love them anyway. Uh, Royce, thank you for the super chat. Sorry about that. Hopefully, I didn't. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking coffee. I see this. I'm just drinking coffee. Maybe too much coffee. I don't know. Um, I'm behaving so far. Royce, thank you so much. He said, ready to take these birds out and head to the Super Bowl. Let's go, John. Let's go, Niners. That's what's up. 
I freaking love it. And yes, Niner Station, Rocky Four is the best Rocky of all time. Um, anyway, it's it's sad. Um, anyway, I, I'm trying to look through these comments now. I know I went off a little bit. I, I got some. There we go. Uh, Brocky Balboa. I freaking love that. Uh, Rocky was fired and still finished uh, out the day. <laughs> I love this. I'm sorry, guys. I, I apologize. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed that rant a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it just. I don't know. Is it weird? Am I the only one that thinks it's weird? I live in Los Angeles, which is a city full of fake ass people and fake things. But like that is a stretch, right? Like how fake can you be? It's not even a real. Anyway. All right. Big tone. He says, <laughs> thank you for the gift. He says, LOL, Rocky, but no Joe Frazier. He's a real champ. Thank you. And and Yeah. Thank you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk more about that. I don't want to go into that. Cause then I'll get pissed. Uh, anyway, now let's go back to why if we go to the national media and all the different comments that they've had this week, every one of them, again, if they were there talking about the defensive line, which I think they are, but almost every argument that they have goes back to, well, Brock Purdy, well, Brock Purdy hasn't, well, Brock Purdy hasn't, and I will say this. Somebody sent me um, one of the video clips from NFL Network, and it was almost word for word for like six sentences what we said here on Wednesday, which is hilarious. I need to cut that clip uh, and just put it out there and tag the person. I don't want to say his name on here because I actually respect him. But uh, it was pretty funny. I think one of his writers watches the show, which, hey, man, shout out, dude. Give the, give the show a shout out. But here's the thing about Brock Purdy. He still hasn't gotten to where he could be. Now, everybody else thinks that's a negative. Kyle Shanahan talked about this week. He is now finally got the playbook down. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was. I think he's been pretty fluid um, from the beginning, but, I mean, it gets easier and easier each week. Um, you know, Brock has – there's lots of times that the headset will cut off, and um, there's a number of times we don't have to use a timeout stuff because he's got a lot of those plays memorized anyways. Um I think he gets better at anticipating the calls that I'm going to do. So once he starts to hear a formation, I'm going to always finish it, but he's already walking to the huddle, kind of finishing what I'm saying. So um, he was good from the beginning, and he's only getting better at it. That, that's like we're getting it better. He's still learning, which is crazy. That's not a negative. That's a positive in the, in the whole thing of who Brock Purdy is, right? Now, this Eagles defense is great. And again, D-line secondary off the charts. D-line has 70 sacks, guys. That, like, they almost broke the all-time record. Now, there's an extra game. I get it, but whatever else. They got four players that have over 10 sacks. That's crazy. Four players have one. Reddick is unbelievable. Hargrave's great. Sweat's great. Brandon Graham's just solid. Like, they're very, very good. Now, their best defensive lineman, probably the biggest... I don't want to say scare their best matchup is Hassan Reddick versus Mike McGlinchey and Reddick is fast, fast, fast. Now is he as good as Micah Parsons? No, but he's built similarly where he's that compact, smaller frame has played off ball linebacker and pass rusher. Uh, we played against him forever. Uh, he was with Arizona and uh, he was with Carolina. They didn't know how to use him. Then he went to Arizona for a few years. We played against him lot and he, he had some success against us but this is Kyle Shanahan talking about I think the biggest challenge for the 49ers offense Hassan Reddick oh I, I just think and he's playing a real good scheme for him you know he gets, I think he gets a lot more opportunities um 
And I just think pass rushers, the, the more they play in this league and stay healthy and hang around, the better they get. I mean, it's, it's hard to rush the quarterback in this league, um, and he's gotten better each year. Um, he's playing at the top of his game right now, and he's always been a good player. We love him coming out of college, um, but you can tell he just gets better and better each year. And that's the thing. So if you're looking at strengths, okay, D-line, secondary. I keep saying that. If you're looking at weaknesses, it's linebacker. TJ Edwards has had a good year, not a great year but better than what they expected. And Kaiser White, they're their linebacker. That's the matchup. Now, do they put in N'Kobe Dean, who's a super athletic you know, linebacker that can kind of do everything? That's great. Look what the 49ers did to Justin Simmons. Not this year, but last year, both games. This year, both games. Those things will continue. And so, is this defense good? Yes, it is. It's great, in fact. It's great, in fact. But, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. We're going to be all right. Um, here we go. Calvin Shobbs. Thank you for the gift, man. He says, pundits are talking about Purdy never being in a big game, but Hurts has all the pressure playing for a contract extension, uh, favorite shoulder on runs last week. Purdy will be fine. You're exactly correct because I think the 49ers fans are behind Brock Purdy. We saw something crazy. The split or tear, whatever you want to call it, and the people that were pro-Jimmy Garoppolo or pro-Trey Lance or whatever. You should have been pro every one of them, but whatever. You had that. But for some reason, when Brock Purdy came in, they all came together, and it was just like Avengers Assemble. <laughs> and they have been so behind him. Very little criticism from a, from the 49ers, whether that's players They've gone to bat for him every single week. Confidence in Brock Purdy, confidence in Brock Purdy, confidence in Brock Purdy. Kyle Shanahan, confidence, confidence, confidence. I mean, it's just there. And so now look at Jalen Hurts. Again, this is the same team that ran out Carson Wentz, Nick Foles, Brian McNabb, Randall Cunningham, on and on and on and on. What happens if Jalen Hurts loses this game? What happens if Brock Purdy loses this game? Those are two different answers, right? That's two different answers. Brock does not have to win this game to cement his legacy, uh, not even legacy, but role for the future for the 49ers. And maybe Jalen doesn't either. But money-wise, contract-wise, this game is everything to Jalen Hurts. That city's going to freaking tear They have to grease their own damn light poles, guys, because they just tear shit down. Did it again. Ah, sorry. It's, it's different. Right? And so I'm with you, um, Calvin. The pressure's different. The pressure's different. Everything is on Jalen Hurts. Everything is on Jalen Hurts. Everything is. Slavic, what's up, man? He says, <laughs> he says, BCB, with four total touchdowns this game, two for last game, he didn't score two for his regular season weekly drop. I love it. I'm betting two plus. I'm betting one and a half over. That's one of my bets this week. That's one of my bets this week. Now, let's see here. Oh, here we go. Judd, what's up, Judd? He says, John, did McGlinchey not face Riddick in Arizona? And if so, how did he do? Oh, I don't know if I'm going to have time to pull that up. It would have been last year because McGlinchey was hurt. I don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. I don't want to I don't want to jump in there and do the research. It's going to take a while. Um, but I tell you what, I will put some out on Twitter. If you don't follow me, at JL underscore Chapman, I'll put that out. That would be there. Um, now, for those of you who possibly or who maybe just could not make it this week uh, to Philly, that's okay. We got you. 
We started this last week, virtual tailgate party, and it was awesome. For the people that came out, we had an absolute blast. Now, the instructions to get this for free, we're going live 30 minutes before kickoff, so 11.30 a.m. PST. Um, the instructions are right here in the description of this video or audio uh, podcast. It's all there. It's the Jan app, J-J-A-A-N-N. And again, just click the link below. Make sure that you use that uh, password that we have there. That gets it to you for free, and it helps the show out. Now, if you don't want to download the app, that's okay. Just go through Google Chrome, click the link, start your accounts free, and join us. We're going to do the first quarter together in 30 minutes before kickoff, drinking games. It's so much fun because we get to hear from you. It's pretty cool because we can have like eight people on screen at the same time. It's just fun. It's absolutely blast. So go check that out. Join us on Jan. Descriptions in this video. Just follow those simple steps. It doesn't take much. Doesn't cost anything. But it's going to be an absolute blast. Now let's flip the script script a little bit. Let's look at the offense of the Eagles versus the 49ers defense. And this is where the story starts to unfold. Because you can look at the Eagles defense and 49ers offense and be like, okay, they got us in this area. We got them in that area. They got us in this area. We got them in that area. Now let's start going through defense. Okay. Eagles offense, third best in interceptions. They've only thrown nine. 49ers defense, number one. They've got 20 picks. Lead the NFL. Okay, here we go. 14th, the Eagles offense and passing touchdowns. 49ers defense, top five. Fourth and third downs for the Eagles offense. 49ers a little bit low on that. We're average. We're 16th. And probably the biggest criticism is that the 49ers will give up third downs for turnovers and big hits on a quarterback. That's kind of been what they are. They'll give those up because they want those turnovers. They want those hits on the quarterback. But it's what it is. They are third in red zone percentage, the Eagles offense. That's probably the biggest one. 20th in red zone defense for the 49ers. Third in total yards, 49ers are first. Eagles offense, ninth in passing yards, 49ers 20th. Third in points scored for the Eagles offense, 49ers first, best there is. Fifth in rush yards, 49ers second. Third in offensive DVOA for the Eagles, 49ers first in defensive. I mean, points per drive, Eagles are third, 49ers defense first. Starting field position, the Eagles on average start at the 29.1 yard line, 49ers, First place, 25.7. It's just, they're really good. <laughs> and again, I started the show by talking about this. They have the opportunity to be the greatest 49ers defense of all time. Just two games away. You don't win the Super Bowl, you don't get to hold that, that thought. That's just all there is to it. You lose to the NFC Championship, you are not, you are not the greatest defense for the 49ers ever. You win this. And next week, or the Super Bowl, I don't think there's any doubt. Now, the challenge, and their quarterback's good. Let's listen to Kyle Shanahan break down the difference between Jalen Hurts last year when they faced him and this year. He's just gotten more consistent. I mean, you can see in that game the ability that he has and what he was close to doing a number of times. I mean, he made some big throws in that game, and um, we contained him fairly well, but... I think we we're up 17 to three, like with five minutes to go. And then he started getting going again and they brought it right into one score game. So you could see the ability that he had real early on. And um, I know towards the end of that year, he started getting on a roll and that's when they, did they make the playoffs last year? Yeah, that's why they ended up making it because um, how good he got after that. But we could see signs of it in that game. And um, now just watching him this year, hearing about it, you know, he's 
um, borderline NFL MVP and then turning the film on these last two days. He's just like how he was with potential and now he's doing it down and down out. And so like, I mean, he's great. I'm not trying to, he's great. He's really, really good. Now um, this is y'all's time. I need y'all right now. We're going to go through interesting connections. Then we're going to go through bets of the week. Then we're going to jump into our predictions, but I need to start hearing your predictions now. Not necessarily score predictions, which if you want to throw that out there, cool. If you just want to put 49ers win or 49ers lose a close one, whatever. But I want you guys to throw out things that you think will happen. CMC will rush for 100 plus. Uh, Bosa will get two sacks. The score will be this. So start lighting up that chat. Okay, I need to hear from you guys as specific as possible. Now, as we do this, and there we go. Raphael's got him coming in. I love it. 27 to 23 Niners. So keep throwing those in there as I go through these connections. And one of my favorite parts of the show. And again, shout out to Coach Cruz. These are different players on the 49ers and Eagles that played together in college. And I think that's I think that's a big deal. Uh Kayvon Wallace, Ray Ray McLeod, they were together at Clemson, won national championship at Clemson. Nicobe Dean, Jordan Davis, Charlie Warner, uh, Georgia. Aaron Banks, Ian Book, they were together at Notre Dame. Bosa and Trey Servant. And, and Trey Servant was on this team, right? So he, he, he's everywhere. He is everywhere. Thank you, Travis. Appreciate the gift and the generosity, my friend. Um, Kevin Givens, Miles Sanders, they were together at Penn State. Julian Good-Jones and Matt Leo, Brock Purdy. We got not one, not two, but three Cyclones from Iowa State. Colton McKivitz, Kaiser White at West Virginia. They blocked each other every day in practice. Uh, I'm not sure Colton McKivitz is going to get a lot of snaps, but, man, uh, interesting there. There's going to be some trash talk. Marlon uh, Tupelotu, uh, Drake Jackson, Talanoa Hufunga, all together at USC. Devin Allen and Demo were together at Oregon. Um, and I'm loving all of these predictions. Look at this, baby. Roy says CMC 126 rush yards, one touchdown, one receiving. Gosh. Debo 100 and 100. That happens. It's game over. <laughs> it's game over. Mark Marie says, I guarantee the Niners put up 30 or more guaranteed. We got 24, 17, man. I love this. Um, how deep in his bag do you think Kyle will dive? I'd like to see a couple trick plays. I'd like to see, you know, a, a fullback leak Kyle use check, you know, down the sidelines on a rail or a wheel route. I'd like to see CMC attempt to pass, you know, one or two of those types of plays, not too many, but some of those things, uh, that that's what I want to see. Now, if you are a person that is very convicted on what you think is going to happen, well, guess what? Not only do we have the place for you to bet, but 125% bonus? Come on, bet USA, baby. Excited to announce our new betting partner, BetUS. They have the simplest platform that I've experienced, and it's very easy to get in. They have their props up all the time. All you got to do is use the link in the description of this video and or podcast, whatever you're watching or listening. Just That's going to take you there. You get a 125% sign-up bonus whenever you deposit at least $50. You get a 100% match on all your sports betting and a 25% free bet on a casino betting. They've got everything you need, whatever sport it is, basketball, football, baseball, whatever. Futures, they've got so much stuff up on. It is so fun. We've been betting here for a while. We have done very, very well. So if you want to bet with us, head over to BetUS, but make sure you use the link in this description so that you get that bonus and it helps out the show. Fast, easy payouts. Customer service is great. Um, 
First time I deposited with them, I called just to see how it would go. Talk to a human in less than like 10 seconds. It was simple. So check it out. Link in the description of this video. Bet with us at BetUS. Now, I will say this. My bets, I've already posted all those over on our Patreon page. So every Patreon, you can see every bet I made. But probably my favorite bet this week is Debo over 20 and a half yards rushing, uh, especially if for some reason Elijah Mitchell can't go. There's going to be a heavy dose of Debo back there. You don't hold back anymore, Um, and that's kind of the thing. I love this. Ape, uh, he says Purdy is going to abuse their linebackers. That's what Kyle, I, I guarantee you, that's where he wants to go. Kittle, 125 yards, receiving one touchdown, says Raphael. Phillip. 49ers win 24 to 17. I like that. Oh, we got a Drake Greenlaw. What's up? 49ers. Josh says comes with this attitude to change the game. I predicted defensive touchdown, touchdown, couple turnovers, few sacks Brock to the point guard with a ton of pre-stat motion. CMC 125 yards. You're the best there is, man. Appreciate you. So here we go. My predictions. Let's do this. The link is loud. It's crazy. The hate, right? There's so much hate in that city. Um, and again, like I had people like messaging me again, Charles saying, dude, Brock Purdy can't handle that noise. He can't handle that noise. It's too loud. He hasn't seen that to which I said, uh, 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 not so fast. And Kyle Shanahan agrees with me. I mean, we'll, we'll do the same thing we did that week. I mean, that was huge just cause that was our first game really all year that it was that important. And it was Brock kind of had experience with it. And, um, so it was great to have that, especially with us going to Philly. I remember us talking about that, that week that we needed that, um, we needed that rep in case we ended up in the NFC championship at Philly. And we got that. And I'm very fortunate that we did. And I feel we're good to go. He knows what to expect. He knows how we do it. And um, we'll give him reps at it all week. But he got it ready on just a Wednesday when he played Thursday. So it won't be an issue this week. So he was talking about playing against Seattle in a short week. Now, I, I did grad school in Kansas City, went to lots of Chiefs games. It's loud in Arrowhead. I've been to the link before for a 49ers game last year. It's really, really loud. I hate to say it. And whatever you take for this, whatever you want. Seattle's louder. Seattle is louder. Why? Because of the design of the stadium. Is it because the fans are crazy? They are crazy, but they got that cheap ass carport tin roof above you that just puts all the noise back down. And where we were sitting, we had great seats for that game. Shout out to Vicky. She's the best there is. But man, we were right next to the field. It was so loud. It was the loudest. I, I've been to Arrowhead. It's it's louder than Arrowhead. I've been to the link. It's way loud. I don't even put the link in those two categories. And I'm not trying to like throw shade. I hate Seattle more than both these teams. But he's played in Seattle on a short week and he's gone through the noise. This isn't his first rodeo, ladies and gentlemen. Um so like no, this dude played Texas four times. Texas has 110,000 people in their stadium. 110, most of them are drunk. Uh but, <laughs> but same in Philly. Uh like <laughs> it's what it is. And so I I'm not the, the the crowd noise is going to be impactful. I'm not trying to say it's not. I'm just trying to say he's gone through that before. So if you're one of those people that's like, oh, he ain't gone through this before, wrong, wrong. Uh, that's not true. Now, my biggest prediction as far as indicators for how this game's going to go, the 49ers need to keep the first half close. That's it. If they do that, the 49ers are one of the best second-half teams in the NFL, defensively and offensively. Eagles, one of the best first-half teams in the NFL. Keep it close. Keep it close. That's it. Now, if the 49ers go in up at halftime, I'm telling you right there, the game's over. They're playing in the Super Bowl. If the 49ers are up at halftime, 
they're going to the Super Bowl. Like, I just believe that. Now, offensively, my predictions, and I bet accordingly with these things, I think Purdy goes back to where he was. I think last week was great, but the touchdown streak ended um, with seven games. And so I think that picks back up. And I remember seeing the comment, Purdy's going to throw for over 1.5 touchdowns. I bet that. And that means two touchdowns or more in eight out of nine games. The dude's red hot. By the story, by the story that this kid is special, that this kid is different, that this kid will be the first rookie quarterback in the history of the NFL to take his team to a Super Bowl. Buy it. And you don't have to buy it because you love Brock, even though I do, and I believe in Brock. You can buy it because you love the coach. Coach of the Year candidate Kyle Shanahan, assistant coach of the year candidate D'Amico Ryans. You can buy the defense. I believe this is the greatest defense the 49ers have ever assembled, ever. I believe that. I buy that. By the fact that he has the greatest skill weapons around him, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk, CMC, maybe Elijah Mitchell goes, maybe he doesn't. I buy that. I buy that. Now, you got to run the ball for first downs. Again, another key thing. Problem last week versus Dallas is there were just no first downs early, and the rhythm never came. If you get a first down, you're allowed to establish the run to get more rushing attempts, which are so imperative against this very fast defense that predicates themselves on pass rush. If you're in manageable third downs and second downs, which is Brock Purdy's best down, by the way, then good things can happen. If you're behind, if you get stopped on rushing attempts and you go second to 10, third and eight, that's not going to be great. It's not ideal. Not ideal. That's not what you want. McGlinchey. We got to have you step up. McGlinchey played his best football for eight weeks straight before last week. He got embarrassed several times. He still had some good plays last week, but probably had about seven or eight bad plays. Can't do that. Micah Parsons exposed him a little bit. Can't do that. So we need not the <laughs> McGlinchey of last week. We need him the past two months. Also, Brunskill. Like, that was as bad a half I've ever seen from a right guard. Now, second half, he was much better. You got to have something like that. Debo, I think, is going to get a lot of carries. And I think he's going to have a couple big plays this game. Again, why I bet over 20 yards rushing for Debo. I'm telling you, it gets crunch time. Debo's going to get antsy and want that damn ball. And Kyle's going to give it to him. Now, it might be like a screen, might be a jet sweep, some of those things. Debo's going to have his place. So limit the mistakes, establish the run for first downs, let your studs be studs. You don't have to do craziness. You don't have to. But you have enough talent, especially against these linebackers, you're going to be able to do what you want to do. Now, defensively for the 49ers, big plays are going to happen. No doubt about it. Very similar to, like, one of the things that I see happening. You remember that amazing catch by C.D. Lamb against Demo? He got the pass interference called against him, but it was like a 45-yard reception. They didn't get points on that drive. They didn't get points on that drive. Big plays are going to happen. They're built for big plays. That's okay. Bend but don't break. Hold them to field goals. Bend but don't break. Hold them to field goals. And, yeah, right here. If if This is another thing that I think is important because if the Eagles come out in two tight end sets, great. I want Aziz out there as much as possible. He's coming off the best game of his entire career. Only got 19 snaps last week. Dude balled out. This game has Aziz built all over it, written all over it. So I want the Eagles out there in two tight end sets. For the 49ers, we'll see. Um, 
I, I don't know. They didn't do a lot of two tight end sets last week. Really not at all. Not too much. Because um, Croft was not activated. Charlie Warner was. Charlie Warner got nine snaps last week. And Dwelly got one offensively. So I, I'm not quite so sure the 49ers are going to do that. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But we'll, we'll see there. Um, Bosa, like I said earlier, he's got to prove himself. He's going against Lane Johnson and Mulata. That's the matchup. The 49ers defensive line is good outside of Bosa, not great. Bosa, Bosa, Bosa. I thought he played well last week. Maybe not a pass rush or whatever else. I'm telling you, Bosa's key for a big game. If the if the Eagles go out there and have the mentality or the hubris that says, we're just going to go one-on-one with him against Lane Johnson, please do. Please do. Please do. Oh, Trey Greenlaw's going to go off. I love this. He should have had a pick six last week. Should have had two interceptions. Says Greenlaw will force a fumble on Sanders. He's gonna do something, man. He's gonna do something. Ugh. Linebackers are the biggest difference in this game. You know, sticking with that. Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, Aziz. Those three are better than anything the Eagles got. Head and shoulders. Head and Oren Burks. If Oren Burks was on the Eagles, he would be starting over Kaiser White. He's our fourth, maybe fifth linebacker. Linebackers are gonna be the difference. Can Demo? Ooh. I like this. Playoff Demo showing up again. He's got two interceptions in the playoffs back-to-back weeks. Can he do it again? I think a turnover is going to happen. Ooh, a punt return TD. I would love that from Ray Ray. Not if Jackrabbit and Tarverius Moore are your gunner protectors. Not happening. They are terrible. Put Samuel Womack out there, then we can talk. Uh, but, yeah, that's been a major issue and why the punt returns have been so bad lately is because your gunner protectors are just trash. They're awful. But – I got the 40 hours winning this game. We're at an hour and a half solo pod of me screaming and ranting and all these things. I love this team. I love this season. The story has just been incredible from three and four to winning 12 straight to a rookie in the NFC championship game, but it's not over. It's not over. 40 hours going to win this game. I said 24 to 20. I really do think that they're going to do what it takes to win this game. It's going to be messy. This is not going to be a blowout. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good football. Now, join us beforehand for the virtual tailgate. We'll be live right after the game, uh, handling whatever you need. Now, let me say this. Again, if 49ers win this, we're throwing not one, not two, but three parties in Arizona. If you can't afford a ticket, I get it. Super Bowl is expensive. Um, we're throwing an in-game watch party in Arizona. So if you just want to come be part of the festivity, meet the players, all that kind of stuff, we're going to have that set up for you. Um, I'm going no matter what. I hope to see some of you guys there. Niners going to win this damn game. Niners going to win this damn game. That's all I got to say. Yeah, post-game show, you bet your rear end. As soon as that game's over, we are going live right here on this channel. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Um, And I want y'all with me so we can celebrate going to be a long celebration, baby. Love y'all, man. Ah, what a fun show. Hopefully you guys had a good time. And until next time, ah, I'm jazzed up, baby. I'm jazzed. All right. Anyway, till next time. Love y'all. Stay strong, faithful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.